there! Welcome to episode 132 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. The Sega Saturn years were difficult ones for Sega, but that didn't stop them from releasing one of the most memorable games of that generation, including a unique, high-flying, non-Sonic game from Sonic Team. Switch your controller to 3D mode, because tonight we listen to the music of Nights into Dreams for Sega Saturn. Hi, Matt. How you doing? I'm good, Chris. How are you? Oh, I am delightful. I am excited. I, I've got my purple jester outfit on. I'm ready <laughs> to fly through some rings. <laughs> um, what an odd choice for 9.30 in the evening on a Wednesday. Hey, you know what? I'm here to celebrate the, uh, the 25th anniversary of Nights into Dreams, and I can't do that without costumes. I mean... That would be great if this wasn't the audio medium only, but okay. <laughs> My costume is so flamboyant, you can hear it. You're right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, if you were only a few miles closer, you could probably taste it. Or at the very least, feel it in your teeth. Um, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely know what I'm talking about. I can't expect other people to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and yet here you are, hosting a podcast. Here I am, hosting a, a, a podcast. A podcast of joy and rapture and wonderfulness. I'm very happy to be here. This is, uh, this is some good, chill music for the most part. I, uh, I enjoy this music. It films my heart with warm fuzzies. And uh, some of these tracks are a little long, so let's, uh, let's get to work. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Matt... Yes. Hit us with some history. <laughs> See, I, I never wait for you to say yes, and then every time I'm editing the podcast, I think to myself, you know, I say his name, and then I never wait for him to respond. <laughs> yeah, so you, I, you caught me totally off guard right there. <laughs> so, so I did this week. You had me trying, trained. Trying to be nice. <laughs> Look where that got you. <laughs> Smack us over the face with some history, Matt. Um. Uh, so pick, okay. pick up a big honking log of history and beat me over the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on? Someone help me. Alright. Um here we go. <laughs> I hope you keep all of that, by the way. <clears throat> Definitely. Good. Okay. Nights into Dreams was released on July 5th, 1996 for the Sega Saturn in Japan, and in August the same year in North America. During the 32-bit generation, Sega had lost a considerable amount of its clout in the industry. Once a titan that went toe-to-toe with Nintendo, the Saturn was blindsided by a series of bad business decisions from Sega management and the overwhelming success of both the Sony PlayStation and, to a much lesser extent, the Nintendo 64. One common complaint was that the system lacked an original Sonic the Hedgehog game, especially considering the success of games like Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation and the revolutionary Super Mario 64. The Sonic game Saturn owners wanted never materialized, but in its stead, Sega put some serious marketing muscle behind Sonic Team's new project, a strange flight-based game about a jester character who effectively helped children have good dreams. The game also released at a time when 3D gaming was really starting to come into its own, and competing platforms were getting the hang of using analog sticks and Sega released Knights alongside their own analog 3D controller. The trouble was, Knights wasn't really a game about 3D movement, nor was it a 
platformer akin to the Sonic game folks were clamoring for. Instead, it was a polygonal 2D game where you move your character through the air and fly through rings. It's a time trial sort of experience that, while impressed many who played it, failed to achieve any mainstream success or turn the tide of the console wars. Knights left quite an impression on its fans, though, and even received a long-awaited sequel on the Wii that was unfortunately lackluster. Uh, Still, Knights is a well-loved IP and remains one of the defining games of the Saturn platform. The game's music was one of its most memorable points, according to its most ardent fans. It's credited to Naofumi Hataya, Tomoko Sasaki, and Fumi Kumatani. Blanket apologies all around. (laughs) Uh, Naofumi Hataya has worked on a ton of stuff for Sega, including Sonic 2 for the Master System, the brilliant Wii game Let's Tap, and Space Channel 5. Tomoko Sasaki's resume includes Ristar, Feel the Magic, and Burning Rangers, while Fumi Kumatani's work includes Fantasy Star Online, the PS2 Shinobi reboot, and this game's sequel, Night's Journey of Dreams, which, uh, while not the best game I've ever played, certainly had some pretty good music, so thumbs up there. Well, Matt, uh, do you have any history with Nights into Dreams? Um, actually I do. It's not a ton, but, um... You know, childhood friend growing up, we both, you know, one would get one system, one would get the other, and we'd, you know, swap and stuff and hang out and play and stuff like that. So, my friend got the Saturn, and we were both kind of hyped for it. I was never a huge Sega person, per se, um, but the Saturn, there was something about the Saturn. I think it was kind of the, the sign of the times, like, everything's getting, like, ooh, it's getting sexy, <laughs> and uh, 3D and stuff like that, and things were really, you know, you, you could... I feel like you could see the potential that was on the horizon for the next gens and, and stuff like that. So I, I actually kind of enjoyed the Saturn, um, but that's a story for another day. Um, so uh, Knights was purchased. We were, I, I want to say my my friend was the bigger, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, fan. Um, but I was intrigued by what this game could do. And I remember the ad campaigns too. I always thought, ooh, okay. I like the character design a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So once we got our hands on it, we played it and we were like, wow, this is pretty cool. I think that we saw the game for what it was striving to be and not necessarily what it actually was. Um, but I remember enjoying it. But, uh, you know, my friend was really, like, he was over the moon about it. Um, but I, I remember, I remember being pleasantly surprised. But I haven't played it probably since it came out, you know. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I remember, um, let's see, when this came out, I remember thinking it looked really neat. I was always kind of, like, sort of enticed by the Saturn, but I was still very much in my diehard Nintendo-only phase when the Saturn came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but then, you know, I got my job at Funko Land, and... That kind of just opened up the floodgates of, you know what, this is stupid. You should just buy whatever system. You should just buy (laughs) buy everything. Uh, And I did wind up eventually getting a Saturn. I don't remember. I didn't play Knights when it first came out. I think I had only seen some video footage of it. I wasn't really entirely sure what to make of it either because, you know, it was, oh, there's the new game from Sonic Team. And like, well, what happened to Sonic Extreme? Like, where'd that game go? Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. 
and apparently it went nowhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Knights came out, and I, I, I like you. I really like the um, the character design. And when I did finally play it, I was like, "Well, this is this isn't anything at all what I expected." Because yeah. you know, it came with the 3D analog controller, so I assumed it was it involved some sort of 3D. But it was it's it's completely 2D, which is really weird. Um, once I got the hang of it, though, it really it feels good to play. Like the, the just the flight of Mm-hmm. Moving around and flying in circles—it's weird because it's so simple. But there's just something about the way the character animates and responds to the controller that's really fun to play. It's—it's it's a super fun game. I'm—I'm I'm not very good at it. I'm not <laughs> entirely sure how to get good at it. Like, I've been playing it for years. Like, I play it every year. I play the Christmas nights every year. Um, I never get better than like a C grade. I don't I I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know how I can do it better, but uh, <laughs> there's a whole stunt system or whatever that I just do not understand in that game. Uh, but I don't really care because uh, you know I play it very casually and I have a lot of fun when I do. So there you go. Yeah. That's all that matters. And and I have always really dug the the music in this game. Like it's a it's it's a it's so of its time, you know. This mm-hmm. is like this is some CD-ROM ass music we're gonna listen to. Right? <laughs> just, Warning: the, the 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 just the instruments that are used are super like high quality for the '90s. You know what I mean? Right. Like it just sounds CD-ROM music to me, and it's a it's got a very nostalgic feel to it, and it's also just kind of that very nostalgic. Um, we've talked about this before, and I can't remember which game we I, I made this remark on. It's like. This is what video game. It was before video game music started sounding like, like uh, movie soundtracks or like movie scores. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was still they were able to use so much higher quality instruments. So it's like it's still written like old school video game music, but it has way higher sound quality than the kind of stuff that we would get out of a Genesis or a Super Nintendo because it's no longer you know running on a sound chip. It's record mm-hmm. whatever you want and slap it on a CD. So. Uh, it's all very interesting stuff, and well, uh, let's let's give it a listen. Let's do it. It's been a long time since I finished this game, so like, getting any level of a, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, what's the word? Context for a lot of these songs is gonna be uh, is gonna be something. Uh, okay, so the first <laughs> one we're gonna listen to is called "Gate of Your Dream." Uh, this is the effectively the menu music. And it's really quite nice, uh, and especially for a, um, a game that seems to be about dreams, uh, because the storyline of Nights is pretty bananas, I think. Uh, I think it has something to do with Nights gives children good dreams, but then there's a wizard that wants to give kids nightmares or something, and then there's like a shadowy version of Nights. It's called Riala, and he's got really weird black lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really off-putting. It was even more so in Journey of Dreams because they added this weird talking owl and... Uh, uh, anyway, uh, this is a... <laughs> let's not think about all this. Let's, no, focus no. On, let's focus on the positivity here. Knights is a really great character design and this song is uh, just a really delightful dreamy menu sound. So here is Gate of Your Dream. Enjoy. Thank you. 
that was Gate of Your Dream, and I have never listened to this song outside of the context of the game itself, and I've never noticed the weird children's voices in the background. You know, that would normally be very off-putting, I think, to most people, but in some um, stroke of genius, it really works here. It, it, it does. It, kind of, it reminds me of, like... I don't know, like a, some sort of family function or something where, where everyone else <laughs> is active, but you want to, like, you're just kind of, you're, you're tired, you're, you're beat, and you just want to go to sleep, so you, like, find a couch and just kind of pass out while the other kids <laughs> are playing or something. And it just reminds me, it reminds me of that specific feeling. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I fall asleep at family functions all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I fall asleep at regular functions all the time, too. That's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed that that piece it reminds me a lot of like modern music like it gives me like um mgmt vibes mgmt Mm, yeah okay uh and that's maybe why the the children work for me because there's that song um oh hell what's there i can't think of their big song i feel like it's called dream or something um and there you know it starts off with uh some kind of you know, party atmosphere. Oh, kids. It's called kids. And you hear, like, you know, children kind of playing or whatever. And it's very, and I really like that song. So it's very reminiscent of that. So I think it plays to uh, a level of my sensibility. You know, I, I, I don't mean to shock the, the average listener to the show. I do listen to lighter stuff than, you know, <laughs> blistering, screaming industrial metal. But <laughs> yeah, it's all about balance. Yeah. It's all about the balance, baby. I uh, I, I was also a, I was a pretty big fan of this one. I liked it. I mean, I've always liked this tune, but I've never listened to it for very long because the menu's like choose one of these two kids. So you know, how long are you gonna sit there and like go back and forth between those two kids? Uh, let's see, Claris or Elliot, or maybe Claris or maybe Elliot. I don't know. Um, so you know, it's a uh, it's not a super complicated song, but I love the instrumentation. I love the feeling that it uh. That, that it exudes like it just has that super nice dreamy kind of feeling it's a it's a great little piece yeah i feel like i could listen to that for like 30 minutes and not realize you know well uh well, i hope you like longer tracks because the next <laughs> handful of tracks are speaking of they're they're pretty long um and, and i don't think it's because of like super long loops or anything uh if they are if these go on for too long and they're not introducing anything new uh, then you know I'll, I'll cut them down in, in post, but uh, <laughs> uh, for now we're gonna start listening to the the music that shows up on uh, in the levels. So this is the the first track is called Spring Valley Paternal Horn. Um, there's uh, I think this is I think the way this is organized is like so Clarice and Elliot have different like they play the stages in different orders. I think mm-hmm. I could be very wrong on that one, but the, either way these are. Um, uh, like it, I know Spring Valley's uh, Clarice's first stage and Splash Garden's Elliot's, Elliot's first stage, and then past that, it's all just kind of blurring together in my head because I have I can't remember the last time I actually finished this game. But anyways, uh, this is probably the most popular Knights song, or at least the most common one. This is the one that's been reprised in other stuff like Sonic Pinball Party. It's it's the first stage of Knights, and it's a it's a delightful song. So let's give it a listen. Here is Spring Valley. Spring Valley. Valley's Park Place, uh, Spring Valley, (laughs) Eternal Horn, from Nights into Dreams. Enjoy. (laughs) 
All right, that was Spring Valley Paternal Horn, and I said it right this time. Oh, boy. I just love that song. Like, not in a giddy get-up-and-do-a-cartwheel kind of thing. Like, <laughs> it's just, I, I could sit there and just listen to this song for ages, and I'm not going to lie to you, I have. <laughs> <laughs> there have definitely been periods of time where I've just found the 10-hour version on YouTube and just let it ride. And I, I just, I think it's such a wonderful... A wonderful piece, and you you can hear this just this track positively reeks of what I was talking about. Of like, this is the music of that specific time period. These instrument yeah. sounds are like, you know, high quality Sound Blaster sixteen kind of stuff, like just oozing out of your CD-ROM drive. Uh, and I just love it. I just do. It's it's so pleasant. It's so pretty. It's got really great instrumentation. Like, it's. I don't know, there's just a really, really specific charm about it, and I, I love it. I can't argue with you, honestly. I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't see a point. Uh, secondly, I, I kind of feel the same way about it. Um, it you're right, it's very, uh, it's very much like a time capsule of this period in uh, video game music. Uh, but, like, in the best, but like in the best possible way, you know? Um, mm -hmm. There's... You know, you mentioned early on about the sound quality. It's it's right there. A great, great. Uh, try that again. Uh, great orchestration, great composition, um, and you know, and it. I feel like it fits the vibe of the game. Because like you think of something like Sonic, and you would think like, oh, you know, we talked about it with the Sonic episode. There, everything's going. We're moving fast, going forward. Um, you know, and even even the the Sonic episode with the Alexes. Each character has his or her own um, theme, you know, mm -hmm. or thematic, you know, uh, instrumentations and stuff. Um, this is certainly like Knights, you know. Yeah. Again, you you said like this is the one that people are like, oh, you know, that song from Knights. It's that song. Like, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But it's 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 a great it's a great piece of music where I think it's non-intrusive. Um, you know, the, I uh, I remember the levels having a timer, and, and I've never yeah. been a huge fan of that. But this doesn't give you that sense of urgency, you know, and I, I love it. I think it's great. Awesome. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It just it, it doesn't have a real sense of urgency. It just has a sense of, all right, go have fun. Um, and and you do. And you go out and have fun and fly around in circles and fly through rings. And it's the sound design in this game is just just tremendous. Mm -hmm. But all right, let's move on to the second one. The second one is called Splash Garden, The Amazing Water. This is a... This, stylistically speaking, this is an incredibly similar song, um, but it's it's one of those things. Like it is, it is a totally different song, but it reminds me of uh, for the longest time I never pieced together that there are two different boss songs in Blaster Master because they're stylistically so similar, and like I knew they were different in my head because I've played the game hundreds of times, but for some reason it wasn't until I actually like downloaded the soundtrack years and years later and listened to it like oh my god those are two different songs aren't they <laughs> and for some reason I don't know I just never clicked in my head and this is one of those situations like for the longest time like before I actually had the soundtrack just thinking back to nights I would remember both of these songs but I wouldn't remember that they were different songs because they're so in tone just just similar but they're both wonderful so let's go ahead and listen to Splash Garden enjoy
All right, that was Splash Garden again from Nights into Dreams. The uh, the amazing water, and uh, you hear what I mean, right? This is tonally such a similar song, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's so pretty. The piano part is just ah, ah the little scales and stuff. The I just I don't even know what to say. This is just such such pleasant music. It's it's like ah. It, it reminds me of so much other stuff I've listened to and and enjoy. Um, there's this Japanese group that only had six songs, and I, I was so... Obs- it was the weirdest thing. I was obsessed with them for, like, two months, and I hunted and hunted and hunted to get all their songs because the music video caught me off guard, and I, I fell in love with the song because of the video. And now, of course, like, cannot for the life of me think of the name of the group. I'll, I'll do my best to conjure it up but it was this very like poppy but like lo-fi but very bright because lo-fi can be very kind of you know down tempo and and kind of sluggish and dreary at best but this is very a very lo-fi upbeat um you know great melodies as you said the instrumentation is fantastic i agree the the pianos and the keys sound just just like perfect it's like the perfect choice you know like you could tell a lot of care went into making this soundtrack uh you know was it just kind of slapped together or whatever so mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm a big fan yeah I, I i like what you i like what you said there about how a lot of care went into this this is definitely music that was made with a tremendous amount of love this whole game was made with a tremendous amount of love oh uh, yeah i mean it it certainly feels like someone's passion project well, let's uh, let's keep rocking then. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. Uh, let's just, no, we're not rocking and rolling. We're chilling. Let's keep chilling in the happiness, the happy groove. <laughs> I've lost all train of thought. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Let's let's, let's travel to the Mystic Forest. Maybe you'll find it there. Maybe you'll find it there. Next track is called Mystic Forest. I'm expecting more happy, happy joy. Uh, although it is subtitled "Gloom on the NHC," I don't know what that means. I don't understand nights, but uh, I like this music, <laughs> so let's give it a listen. Here's Mystic Forest. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Okay, that was Mystic Forest, uh, Gloom of the NHC, and uh, that was a was a little bit different, huh? A little more jazzy. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely getting some Marvel vs. Capcom two vibes. Oh, gonna, I could hear that. Gonna take me for a ride. I wanna take you for a ride. I wanna take you for a ride. Uh, I I I enjoyed that. That was that was really a uh, that was really something else. The I don't even know where to begin with that. It was like, you're right, it was very jazzy, it was very, um, you know, I don't know, almost like, and I don't mean this as an insult, but it kind of reminds me of, like, hold music from back, back in the day. Uh, uh <laughs> when you're on hold on the phone waiting for a customer service rep. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> like, your call is important to us. But in, like, <laughs> but, the best, best possible way. Yeah, exactly. Like, if this was actually the hold music, I'd be pretty happy to be on hold, so, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, with you on that one. Good times. Yeah, I dig it. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't hear any gloom in there. That was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I, I, definitely, I'm, I'm right with you. Like, uh, this is, this is uh, I, I don't really remember the soundtrack at all. Um, and this is definitely turning out to be a very uh, interesting revisit for me. Uh, I don't know what I expected, but... I don't know that it was necessarily this. I think, um, I want to say for one of the specials a while back where we kind of just, you know, we some picks under a, a, a theme, I feel like you, you picked a night song, and um, I don't remember it. And hmm. uh, I'm happy we're doing this episode because this music is really, really good. I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, oh, I'm so happy to hear that. I really wasn't <laughs> sure if you were going to like this one. Uh, you know, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I, I get, you know, some people have a certain type. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, I, I really like all music. And I just happen to gravitate towards one thing. But I'm, I will never... I don't, I don't think I should say I would ever turn down listening to something, you know, just because... Unless I've heard it already, I'm like, oh, that song's trash, or I hate that artist. <laughs> Um, but side note, uh, while we were listening, I, it was going to bother me if I didn't find it. The Japanese group I was thinking of was called World Order. And the thing that got me was they had all their music videos. Um, uh, it, they were like, like six or so Japanese men in business suits. And they all do this very tightly choreographed, synchronized uh, performance. So their videos were kind of viral at the time, um, and I became so obsessed because the music was very good. It was very infectious, and again, it was not necessarily what I was normally listening to. It was very uh, upbeat and kind of poppy, and and kind of like uh, you know not what I was listening to. I was listening to heavy and you know angry and stuff. But um, if anybody thinks about it, go and check them out. It's called World Order. One of the songs is called uh, Mind Shift. That was, I think, the first one that really got them on the map. And um, it's funny because the lead singer of this group was a retired UFC champion. So <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you know, you, you take that for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Very random, but uh, nonetheless. All right. Well, let's let's keep on going. Uh, this next track is, I believe a track that we've listened to on the show before. This was for one of our winter specials. This might have been the one I was just talking about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is what you were, you were thinking of. That's okay. Uh, this is called Frozen Bell, Take the Snow Train, and I'm uh, I'm pretty familiar with this one. This is a really nice song. Go figure. Uh, so let's give it a <laughs> listen. Here's Frozen Bell. Enjoy. 
Alright, that was Frozen Bell. Take the snow train. And, uh... Again, I'm just like, I'm just chilling here. <laughs> I'm just so happy. I'm so relaxed. It's got that, you know... It's like the other songs, except it's got all the winter... Stuff, you know, your jingle bells and stuff like that. It's all tinkly and whatnot. It's, uh, it's so nice. Yes, that is definitely the song. I definitely remember that because it has all the earmarks, benchmarks, watermarks, <laughs> stretch marks, stretch marks, Mark Wahlberg's of Marky Marks, Funky and bunches. the Funky Bunches. Yeah, uh, Mark McGrath's. It has all the <laughs> banana uh-huh. bunches. <laughs> Honey Bunches of Oats. <laughs> oh, oh, I haven't had honey. Mm, actually, I don't like Honey Bunches of Oats. Anyway, it's always something I think I like, and I'm like, oh, let me get it. And I'm, oh, no, 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 I forgot it. <laughs> it has all of the marks of um, of a winter level, of an ice level, and stuff like that. And, and again, in the best possible way. Like, you know, there are songs out there that are winter levels, and they're so, you know... Ugh, I've heard this before. But this does it, you know, just <laughs> not more of this frozen garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, like who wants another uh, TV dinner? I mean, sometimes it's a tombstone pizza and sometimes it's frozen peas, you know? And Ooh. you want the tombstone pizza. What do you want on your tombstone? Um, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> on non-pizza related topics. <laughs> Maybe we should get back to doing our podcast. Uh, I think you say. <laughs> crazy revolutionary i know anyway great track uh it fits right in the vibe of the game like uh i will say though of everything we've listened to it's probably my least favorite so far mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but again yeah, I'm, I'm with you but again it's you know you're up against some in my opinion you're up against some really good stuff so yeah hard to agree it's it's definitely not my favorite that we've listened to so far but it's just still so darn it's like aggressively pleasant it's like <laughs> you will sit down and you will enjoy this music I'm like yes sir i will but i want i want someone to describe one of us like that you ever meet chris he's aggressively pleasant <laughs> yeah i know i i don't know what to do with all that it is tough to unpack isn't it i guess so but it makes me uncomfortable happy but uncomfortable yeah, but he's just so freaking pleasant <laughs> i i don't know i i don't know what to do anyway Anyway, let's move on to uh, <laughs> let's move on to something called Soft Museum. Okay. I'm assuming this is a museum made of pillows. Ooh. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember this at all. I, I do not recall the end of this game in the least, apparently. But uh, anyways, let's give this a listen. Soft Museum. Enjoy.
Okay, that was the Soft Museum, and it was most definitely not a museum full of pillows. I just looked it up, and uh, it's occurring to me now that I don't think I ever beat um, Elliot's game before. I know I finished Clarice's because I remember, I remember all hers. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I've ever played this Soft Museum stage. It's pretty wacky. You, like you're floating around outside of a like museum type situation and then you go inside these buildings and it's got this weird mechanic where you like you get really fat and you can't fly anymore and then you can I don't know it's weird I mean this whole freaking game's weird but <laughs> whatever uh, this is a cool looking stage and and this song was 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 wonderful it, it had almost like kind of a silly start but you know it really kind of fell into its groove real quick and again it was just you know again with the, the, the pleasantness of it all but Boy, that was really nice. That was a really, that was a really nice song. It was really, really, uh, really grooving on that. It, uh, there were a couple of instances there where I just, it just had me smiling. So, good job, song. Um, <laughs> like high-fiving a track. Uh, this, this song really brings me back to that group world order to the point where I'm actually looking to see if I can find their CD of the same title, World Order. I, I, I love this. This is really taking me back to that music. It's making me feel really just good. And like, um, I don't want to say there's like a, you know, a smile on my face or whatever, but there kind of is. Like, I just feel like, ah, this is, all right, this is pretty cool. All right. Just let it rock. I'm not doing much of anything. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, everything I said before about the other tracks, like composition, uh, orchestration, uh, instrumentation just it's all like like on the nail on the on the nose hit the hammer on the head with the nail yes <laughs> I know what I, I said what I said put the lime in the coconut <laughs> oh dude when you mix it all up forget <laughs> it no I, I'm yeah I, I completely agree it really just kind of nails exactly that feeling that it's appeared to be going for and um it's just, it's just delightful. I don't know how else to call it. It's, it's just delightful. So let's keep going then. Let's move on to Stick Canyon. This is a canyon stage. It's got these like rails that you can get trapped in a cage in and like fly you around. It's, it's weird. But again, it's this game. This whole game's weird. But it's a nice, uh, nice level. So let's listen to it. Here's Stick Canyon under construction. Enjoy.
Okay, that was Stick Canyon. And uh, that was a nice song. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Um, yeah. I, this one's uh this one just kind of this one's just kind of there for me. This uh, it doesn't really bowl me over, but it's you know, it doesn't make me sad either. It's it's a nice, it's a nice tune. Uh, I think I feel probably a little more strongly about it than you do. I like the I like the hi-hat uh, snare work. Gave it like a almost disco-y vibe. Very danceable, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fun though. I like the I really like the lead. Whatever that um Whatever that uh, instrument sample, whatever you want to call it, is for that lead, is it's really nice. Like, got just the right amount of reverb on it to to make it sit above the mix, but not, uh, you know, be intrusive. It's that's really good. Yeah, I can uh, certainly get behind behind that. That the discoy vibe, I like that. I was just looking up uh, the um, because this was a this was a Yuji Naka joint, right? Uh, this was a, he was a director think on this one or programmer and producer right for nights into dreams and because uh, i was just thinking like well oh, was uh this was yuji naka right the guy that's like that did the bail-in wonder world game that just came out that everyone hated because it really wasn't very good this guy's had such a weird career man like really been kind of chasing that sonic the hedgehog vibe a couple of times and uh consistently falling short uh, done a lot of really good stuff, of course, besides Sonic, but a lot of really niche stuff, which is has weirdly not taken off. Um, you know, like like Burning Rangers, he was involved in that. That's just, can't believe that game's never gotten any sort of follow up. Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg was really interesting, and uh, you know, he's been involved in a couple of Puyo Puyo games. Let's Tap was Let's Tap was amazing. They gotta remake that game for the for the Switch because you could totally do that with the Joy Cons. You ever played Let's Tap before? No, sir, I have not. Let's Tap in Japan. It came with a cardboard box, um, because that was like how you controlled the game. You would put the Wii Remote upside down on a cardboard box, and you tap the cardboard box, and the different just the the shaking of that was enough to make the Wii Remote you know register some sort of movement, and you would tap on the thing to like play these little racing games and stuff like that. It's such a wacky concept. It's got really catchy music and whatnot. It's just really really cool. That does sound. Uh, it sounds very interesting. I, I don't I've never seen anything like that. It's it's super interesting. I think it's still pretty cheap to track down a, a, a copy of the game for the Wii, but I could be very wrong because you know the collector's market changes so very often. But anyway, Nights of Dreams, uh, Stick Canyon uh, is a good song. So we only got we got a couple left. So let's let's keep going. Let's listen to uh, now this one. I have no idea where this takes place in the game. I, I can't place it. I got nothing. The track is called "She Had Long Ears." <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, it was it's it it jumped out to me when I was like flipping through the soundtrack of like, all right, which ten songs am I gonna put this put in this episode? It's like this one's called "She Had Long Ears," and so I played it for a couple seconds. I was like, all right, let's do this one. Let's see how it is. So uh, here's "She Had Long Ears." Enjoy.
so that was all over the map. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like I remember this one. I think this was this was a boss tune, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I remember that opera sound for some reason. I remember that being connected to a boss battle. I don't know exactly which one, but that's what it's that's what it smells like to me. <laughs> so yeah, what'd you what'd you make of that one, huh? I I actually really liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, although I I I think I probably speak for a lot of people when I say uh, the the changes were interesting. Um, I definitely enjoyed the cha- the first change over to the kind of upbeat, jazzy. Uh, you know, I felt it coming too, which is weird. I, I don't know if I, I heard it in the song already or I felt it coming, just you know, intuition or whatever. But um, came along really nicely. And I was like, hey, hey, well, I won't say it came along very nicely. It almost was kind of like a train wreck, I guess. Just kind of the hit. Um, and then you were in it, and it was like, oh, oh, okay, all right. And then just as you're getting used to that, it, it you know, it crashes into something else, and uh, it got it got interesting. But I, overall, I thought it was um, I thought it was really good. I, I'll I, I'll definitely say I'll go out on a limb and say that it was probably a very adventurous track. Like you're really you're really trying something out there. Yeah, it's um. It's certainly a, a experimental piece, and I almost wonder if it's like a couple of different songs rolled into one. Because I don't—I I feel like I remember this boss, but I don't remember it being this—the music, or even the battle being this diverse. But you know, I, whatever, man. It was interesting all the way through. I was—I mm-hmm. uh, yep. was certainly in. There was never any point where I was bored during this song, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's always a good sign. Yes, indeed. Okay, uh, well, then I guess let's move on to the next one. This is a uh, Reala 1, which uh, I'm assuming is part of uh, wherever you fight or race against or whatever Reala. Uh, goodness, I don't remember how this even works in the original Knights. I just remember that Reala is the, the, like the evil Knights character, uh, the evil jester with the creepy, the creepy black lips. Uh, so, well, you know what? This, uh, this, this song's quite the departure from everything else we've listened to so far, so let's give it a whirl. Here is Reala 1. Enjoy.
Huh. I like how at the end of that one it kind of started bringing in the, um... Uh, a little bit of the, um... Gosh, come on, brain, you can do it. The, the main theme. The da 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 da, -da. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like the, the knight's theme. Mm -hmm. uh, which we didn't really hear much about. The, it was a, it's part of the title screen and whatnot. But I liked how it brought that in there. It, was, it definitely reminded me of... Um, it kind of reminded me of Sonic Adventure, like the first one, a little bit. The um, I can hear that, yeah. The 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 kind of general feel of the song, but it's it's got some it's got some boss music vibes to it, like no yes. doubt. <laughs> I really appreciated that final part. Um, it got very kind of cinematic right there. That uh -huh. whatever. It, yeah. It it came together nicely. Um, definitely a really great track this is a song that i feel like is definitely what we were talking about for a time capsule for the period of game making yeah yeah without a doubt uh it, you know i i hate to say it, it kind of has that like this is what hip-hop sounds like right <laughs> <laughs> this is what the kids are listening to right <laughs> it um, is it is hip-hop by way of somebody who has only read about it yeah <laughs> 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 Ain't that the truth? Um, but that being said, uh, it's just another fantastic track. Uh, I'm I'm really digging this soundtrack a lot. So, well, that unfortunately, uh, that really only yeah. leaves us with one more track. Um, this one's called "Deep It Lies," and I believe I could be wrong. I usually am, but uh, I, I believe this track comes from the uh, the second part of the real, uh, not the reality, the uh, Wiseman battle. It's like the part of the last boss music. Mm -hmm. So. Um, yeah, let's give it a listen. See what it see what it's got in store for it for us. Here is Deep It Lies. Enjoy. Pretty cool tune. So you know, 
Not exactly the most imposing final boss music you've ever heard, but, uh... <laughs> pretty snazzy. I mean... Yeah, it, it's definitely not final boss music. Um, or at least, not what we think final boss music should be. But it might be par for the course for the game. Um, nonetheless, great track. Uh, still upbeat, still jazzy, still kind of mellow, if that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everything I said prior, instrumentation, orchestration, composition, fantastic. Just all around solid. Yeah, so it was a real winner. Not a, again, didn't, didn't really blow me away, but, uh, not everything has to. It's, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, think we, I think we've run out of words. I have. I've run out of words for this game. I really just want to play it. I just kind of want to stop and just keep listening to it and, and, and play it. I've, I've always wanted to understand this game more than I do. I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I've never really figured out how to be good at it. And I wish I could. I've watched playthroughs of it and been, and been like... I don't understand what you're doing that's so different from what I do. Uh, right. It's the, the game is so mysterious. And honestly, that's part of what... I, I, you know, I've kind of ragged on the story in this a little bit, but it doesn't tell its story very much. It's all very vague and mysterious. And I think that was re- what really worked against it on the, uh, the sequel, is that they... They voiced it, and then they they really just explained what was going on, and what was going on was complete nonsense. So I kind of retroactively look at this like, well, clearly this is also complete nonsense. <laughs> now I kind of understand what this this weird CG is trying to tell me, but mm-hmm. you know, before any of that was even a thing, you just look at this game and it has this weird sense of uh, just this weird air of mystery about it, and there's um. A very specific, specific nostalgic feeling I get from this. Uh, it's it, it, it's really it's really something else. This whole game is just a, a very specific and weird product of its time, where the, the Saturn was just in such dire straits, and this was this was a big deal. This was like, well, you know, you've got your your Mario sixty four out there and your Crash Bandicoots spinning around, but check this out. Check out Knights. This is unlike anything you've played before, and they weren't wrong. As in, it isn't quite like anything else that I'd played before. I can't think of anything else that this game really reminds me of. But it's also, it's not the kind of thing that's gonna you know turn the tide on on your platform. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is such a a very specific kind of time trial-y game, so I don't know. It's neat, and I love it. I, I, I love this game. I love its weirdo, weirdo sequel that apparently people really like. Uh, people did not really like it when it first came out, but I was doing a little uh, poking around while we were listening to the music, and like it's it's retroactively gotten a lot of people like, I don't understand why people didn't like this. This game's freaking incredible! And like, I I mean, I can personally attest to that game not being incredible. <laughs> it's It's... <laughs> It's got some real high points. Um, unfortunately, they did a bunch of stuff where you have to, you know, control the the kids instead of knights. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of running around as human characters, uh, and that stuff's not good. Like it's just I, I can't dress that up in any way. It's not good. But you know, it, it is what it is. So knights, eh? Play it, catch it. <laughs> catch it. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts before we before we end this 
this debacle. I apologize to Knights as a whole. I apologize for what we've done to celebrate your anniversary. You deserve better than us. Uh, I don't know. Our episode was a little weird. The game is a little weird. We're a little misunderstood. The game's a little misunderstood. I don't know. I think it might be fitting. I suppose you're right. I'll, you know what? I'll take that. I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and take that. Uh, take that compliment. You're I like welcome it. for that silver lining. Um, final thoughts. Uh, I wouldn't mind going back and playing this again, just because. Um, I feel like I missed some stuff when I first played it. Um. Well, you have a, a PlayStation of some sort, right? Nah, I don't. I'm an Xbox. Oh, right, you're guy. an ex, you're an Xbox guy. And Goodness, I wonder if this is, wonder if this is on there. I'll have to look for it. And if it is, and and you know, I'll just add it to the list. Um, yeah, I know <laughs> but, it's all over the place. Oh, it was on uh, Xbox 360. Yeah, this got put on Xbox Xbox Arcade at some point. Yeah, I, so, I'm sure I can. I could probably. Grab I'm it. sure there's a way for it to to, to get yeah. on you for a fairly cheap it's, it's it was yeah. remastered for the playstation 2 initially mm-hmm. and then that's been ported elsewhere over the years and it's a really really nice remaster it's a it's not like a full ground up remake per se but it just yeah. it it's really nicely done it cleans up the the super blocky chunky uh play uh saturn graphics it's it's yeah. really, really quite nice yeah i mean we've come so far from that time and place so you know you take it all with a grain of salt but um yeah but yeah, I, I I feel like I want to play it just just one more time to to kind of see, uh, you know. I I think like I said, I feel like I might have missed something the first couple of playthroughs or, or what have you, and I'm not sure what it is. Maybe um, um I don't know. I, I could also be reaching, but uh, I I definitely want to look for this again. Um, uh, overall though, uh, everything I heard was surprisingly great. I think it helps that I go into a lot of these episodes with low expectations, aim low, hit high. I always say. <laughs> it's, a, it's a solid plan. I like that. There you go. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, ju- yeah, that's our show. Join us next time when our anniversary train continues with uh, what I think is going to be a very interesting episode. We're going to be celebrating the 40th anniversary of Donkey Kong mm-hmm. with a selection of our favorite tunes for the Donkey Kong franchise. Because you can't really dedicate an episode to the original arcade version of Donkey Kong because there's like maybe, maybe a minute of music total. <laughs> you stack it all up, we might get to one minute. I feel like we should listen to it and then over-explain the hell out of it. It's going to be an hour-long podcast of just analyzing the crap out of the tunes. <laughs> no, I think we should uh, just kind of dive into the series. We'll each pick some tracks uh, of, of our favorite Donkey Kong related music. I think that'll be fun. I'll be here for that. Awesome. All right. We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geek Hate Discord channel in which we have a Waveback chat where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff related to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. We also have a Waveback forum page on Facebook, which you can find by searching Waveback on Facebook. And of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Speaking of great content, Matt, do you have anything to plug this week? Uh, the world's longest one shot continues. <laughs> nice. And uh, that's all I got. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've I've actually forgotten where we are at this point. Um, 
I, I feel like we're nearing the end, but every time I say that, uh, we tack on an, another two uh, sessions of gameplay, so I'm just not going to say anything. Spectacular. All right, well, I mean, I don't have anything uh, huge, uh, I guess. Um, you know what? Uh, subscribe to Nintendo Force Magazine. I'm going gonna, I'm go. gonna, gonna to push that one today because I got to write the official preview for Metroid Dread, Ooh. and I was so happy about that. I got to write a big old spread about Metroid Dread, it just, uh, I, they, my copy showed up in the mail, and just having that in print was one of the coolest oh. things, man. I can't believe I got such an important assignment. I'm just over the moon. And I get to review Blaster Master Zero Three in the next issue, so. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Good times, yeah. Nintendo Force Magazine is really, really fun. It's it's just a physical magazine that shows up in the mail, comes with posters. The next issue is going to be Ninja Turtles-themed. Ooh. For that 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 Shredder's Revenge game that's coming out, or whatever it's called, we're doing a whole uh, Ninja Turtles on Nintendo consoles retrospective. That's going to be super fun. Like uh, this is just it's it's a good time if you're a, if you're a Nintendo fan. Uh, this is where it's at, man. Boom. There you go. Okay, uh, we're going to leave you tonight with uh, the ending theme for Nights into Dreams. Uh, fair warning: uh, this is a song that has lyrics. So uh, if you went ahead and turned off the episode now, I wouldn't stop you. But uh, if uh, songs with lyrics are your jam, then uh, this uh, you could do a heck of a lot worse than this song. I'm trying to remember what it's actually called now because it's not in front of me. Uh, Nights in Dreams. It's called... Are you kidding me? It's called Dreams Dreams. Hey. <laughs> it's called Dreams Dreams. So, you know, yep. dream it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know. It's been a weird night. It's been a weird life. So, uh, this just, <laughs> this just adds on to it perfectly. Wow. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, enjoy the music, and we'll see you next time for Donkey Kong's 40th, man. Stoked. Have a good night.
Above like the 